Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jazzy Sensation Podcast. We would like to thank each and every one of you in advance for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be here with us today. Let's get it. Uh, hey, party people, just bust this. We got a little something that you can't resist. We want to say a little something to the other MCs. We said we don't have no quality. We got quality and sophistication. And all we need is your cooperation. To rock the house with the greatest of ease. The best is ID. I'm blessed and Mr. Free. So come on, y'all. Let's go to the word. We're bad and red alert with others we from the Zulu Lake. Now check us out with our Jazzy Sensation. Huh. Can you feel it? Hello, everybody, and welcome once again. Thanks to each and every one of you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. Today, we're going to be talking about a story coming out of the great windy city of Chicago, a story dealing with a Miss Carlicia Hood. Those of you who may not have heard about this story yet, Miss Carlicia Hood went to a restaurant one night. It appeared to be a seafood restaurant, one of those where the food is to go. Miss Hood and her 14-year-old son pulled up in the parking lot. The son stayed in the car and Miss Carlicia went inside the restaurant to place an order. What took place between her arriving to the restaurant and her and a young man began arguing with each other, all the videos taken did not show exactly when the misunderstanding took place. And that's obvious because who knows things are going to happen. We don't know. So it's not like people walk around with their cameras just recording 24-7. But what I'm here to speak about is what I've seen in the video, how things took place. It was a very sad situation just from watching the video itself because me being a African-American and the young man being African-American and Miss Carlicia being an African-American woman. It hurt me nearly to see that misunderstanding quickly escalate into a fit of rage, quickly turn into violence. And to find out the young man was a father himself, but not just a father, but a father of two daughters, two twin girls. They looked to be maybe six or seven years old and for me being a father a father of a daughter my mentality dealing with people and especially women in general has really developed into something that I never seen coming in my lifetime I find myself thinking three four and five times when I'm dealing with just everyday situations that could possibly escalate and when it comes to dealing with women, I automatically see my daughter. I automatically see my child. And I kind of flip the roles in my mind. I change the scenario up. The young lady I may be dealing with or having a disagreement with, I view them as my daughter. And then I view myself, the male, as a stranger on the street. Now, I would not want anyone, whether it's a stranger, whether it's someone that my daughter knows personally, 
ever putting their hands on her, ever threatening her in any kind of way. It doesn't necessarily have to be physical, but the physical aspect of it, in my opinion, is the highest level, is the worst case scenario. Now, for this gentleman to be arguing with this young lady and to let it escalate, I seen the demeanor, I seen his body language, I heard it in his voice. It began escalating, 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 and I knew that it was quickly headed into the wrong direction. Why we as men do the things that we do when it comes to dealing with women, only we know, only we know what our backgrounds are. But at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. It hurt my heart to see this gentleman conducting himself the way he was conducting himself and threaten this young lady verbally and actually made good on his threat. I saw my daughter being hit. I saw my daughter being verbally threatened. I saw my daughter laying on the ground. That's what I saw. That's what I see anytime I may get into any kind of disagreement with a young lady. Me, myself, personally, I leave it alone. I leave it be, regardless of how I may be feeling about the situation. I make sure to cut it short. That could be my daughter. That could be my mother. That could be my sister. That could be any one of my family members on the other end, on the losing end of that altercation. And I think that's what we need to think about. That's the renewing of our minds that a lot of us need to have so we can make better decisions when we're confronted with obstacles, when we're being challenged by people out there in the street. Emotional events don't always take place with women. They don't just take place with women. We men can be emotional ourselves. Why? Because most of the time, we keep our feelings bottled up. Why? Because the world shames us. The world makes us feel as though we can't show that we're human. The world makes us feel as though we shouldn't express ourselves. The world makes us feel as though we're just robots. We're really not cared for. We're really not loved. And to feel that out in the world, that's one thing, but... To come home every day to somebody that you love, somebody that you look forward to seeing, somebody that you really count on for moral support, mental support, emotional support, all of that, and to not get any of it, it really can drive you to a sad place. It really can build up a lot of anger, a lot of ill will inside of you as a man. But unfortunately for us, when we don't have an outlet, all of those things that are constantly building up in us over the years, sooner or later it has to come out. And a lot of the times when it comes out, it's not a pretty sight. A lot of the times when it comes out, it's not a good thing. Most of the time when we finally release what we've been harboring for years, it ends up sad. It ends up in a very difficult place. It ends up creating chaos. It ends up 
causing harm. It ends up causing hurt. It ends up taking lives sometimes. It ends up ruining relationships. It comes out in many, many negative ways. And that's something we as men, those of us that are spiritual, we need to pray about. Those of us that are not too much of a man and not allow pride to lead our lives, we need to seek some counseling. We need to seek therapy. It's fine speaking to your religious leader. I've done it myself, and I believe in that as well. But I also believe that other instruments, other tools have been given to us here on earth by the almighty Jesus Christ. And we have to drop our pride and actually seek these things, actually open up, actually take advantage of those situations when we have the opportunity. Because if we don't, we'll see more and more scenes like we saw take place in that restaurant with Miss Howard and the young man. The young, the gentleman looked like he, he may have been 32, 33 years old at most. And he had his whole life ahead of him. He had his kids to raise. I've seen a lot of comments on social media, some alleging that he always lived life that way, some alleging that he was known for beating women, some alleging that he did his baby mother the same way. I really don't know, and at the end of the day, it really doesn't change my opinion of the situation. We men need to seek help. We men need to drop our pride. We men need to learn to reach out. We men need therapy so we can break a lot of these chains that bound us at this point in time in our lives. And those same chains are attached to our generations as they're born. Our kids, our kids' kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, the chains continue to bind because no one is attempting to reach out for help so that they can be broken. There were many rules and regulations I grew up on. You see, I'm a 70s baby, and it was pretty much like being in the military, and I can say that, and I can truly make a good comparison because I was in the military. I served four years in the U.S. Army. But you know what? At the end of the day, joining the U.S. Army, it really wasn't a big adjustment for me because I already had come from a structured background. So following instructions really wasn't a problem for me. I'm crying out to all my brothers out there that may have been like me raised in a single family home no adults around no role models no one that we really felt that we can talk to I'm reaching out to you I'm crying out to you to attempt to break those chains attempt to take on those generational curses there's many things I grew up under and there's a few of them that I carried over to my manhood few of those things that I carried over into parenthood, but not all. The vast majority of them, I broke the chains. I broke away from them. And so far, 
it's been proven to me that I made the right decision. And also, I couldn't just look at me myself and think about just me and what I wanted. But what examples did I want to set for my child? What did I want to instill in her so she can pass on to her generation and so forth? See, the picture was much bigger than me, and it still is much bigger than me. Her mother and I were married, and like anybody else, you don't get married to get divorced. You don't get married for a short time, a short term deal. When you get married, you think it's something that's forever. Well, as the statistic shows, most marriages end in divorce, over 75% of them. But what I had to do in the midst of the marriage failing, in the midst of divorce papers being signed, I had to put my feelings aside and think about what was most important to me. And the thing that was most important to me was the example that I set for my daughter. So therefore, I didn't skip a beat getting her every weekend, even though I worked six days a week. When I got off on that Saturday, I was heading up to get her. The situation between her mom and I, it wasn't a good situation at all. It wasn't like I could say, okay, I'll come pick her up and bring her back. Um, and then you come down and get her or you meet me halfway. You know, the situation was really toxic at the time. It hurt me to bite my tongue. It hurt me not to really say the things that I really felt. But I knew I had to set a positive example for my daughter because she's going to be in a relationship one day. She's going to get her heart broke one day. She might get married one day. And when trouble comes and things are not working out the way she feels as though they should be working out, she needs to be able to reach back and grab a hold of something that she learned from her parents, something that kept her going, something that gives her belief that there's going to be better days. So that's why I continue to be in my daughter's life consistent because it wasn't about her mother and I. It was about her. And I hope and pray that we've instilled some positive things in her. I hope and pray that she slowly packed them away and she have them on standby and she'll be able to just reach for each thing that she needs to take on each situation that she may come about in her life. That's what my prayer is. I pray for Ms. Howard and her family as they deal with the repercussions from what took place in the restaurant. It's unfortunate that her 14-year-old child had to quickly become a man in that particular situation and make a life-changing decision and that decision is not just going to affect him obviously it's going to affect the gentleman that he ended up having to shoot because he was attacking his mother it's going to affect that gentleman's family as well and it's understandable that people on both sides are going to have their own view people on both sides are going to be upset we're all human that's natural Emotions run natural through each and every one of us. Some of us 
are more emotional than others. That's the only difference in us here. I would like to thank each and every one of you once again for taking the time out and joining us here at the Jazzy Sensation Podcast, where we men can be who we want to be, where we men can be free. May God bless each and every one of you. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Master B and that is true, like the grass is green and the sky's